is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hello and welcome to... That's right, it's another episode of The Hoopleheads. Hoopleheads, that's the show. Easy, Deadwood. It's the show where we break down five minutes of one episode of Deadwood. We break down five minutes of the same episode every week for at least a month or two. That's what we're doing today. We're breaking down season two. We jump around. Uh, season two, episode two. Jump around. Jump, jump around. around. Jump get up out the seat and jump around. Down. My name's Joseph Frisch. With me as usual is old. It's one of Swearingen's men, I think. He's on Swearingen's team. Uh, I, he's team, or wait, no, I'm team Swearingen. He's team Bella. Bella. No, no, you better not say me. I'm Team Swearing. Oh, you're Swearing? You're Al all the way. You're Al all the way? Well, That's so right, am I. That's cocksuckers. That's, oh, hey! What have you boys been that up to? Was a, that was a Deadwood joke. <laughs> so we're going to wow. break down episode two, season two, A Lie Agreed Upon. Great episode. This is where uh, Bullock goes to get his badge back after the epic fight between Swearing and uh, Sheriff yep, yep. Bullock. And the widow, what's her name? The widow Garrett. She's decided she's thinking about leaving town, or maybe her plot uh, could be up for jeopardy because uh, the company men are coming to town from the, the county commissioners. The Pinkertons they, are on the, the way. The Pinkertons are on their way, and the county commissioners there. Oh God, Al's—he's got that. He's sweating out the gallstones. He's getting whatever he's got from that beaten. Kidney took. stones. Yep. Kidney stones. He got a beaten from uh, Sheriff Bullock. Uh, went over the rail, almost killed him in front of his son. What an episode. Let's get into it. Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> episode 2, Season 2, A Lie Agreed Upon. Here we go. What, do you th- what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? I think that <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the episode <laughs> is that Swearingen, after the beating, which he basically took to just, like, I don't know, kind of lure Bullock into doing the right thing for the town. <laughs> he finds a way to still be tough, but try to make the point that the fight's over. I like that about Al. That's true. That's true. He says uh, later in the episode, uh, get ready. He says later in the episode, it was just that, if that was that pie-eyed little kid cocksucker that made me lose my nerve. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, clap, 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 clap. We're going to edit that one. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Al did, uh, oh boy, uh, you really, I mean, it was a rewatch, but I thought he's really going to take him down. What about, uh, the old, the old bearded man with his, his obsession with the Widow Garrett? <laughs> I don't know where that's going to go. I don't even know that guy's name. Uh, yeah. But, uh, is she a wilf? She, oh, buddy. She, <laughs> wait, well, I don't know what that one is. Widow, widow, I'd like to. Oh, widow, that's nice. <laughs> She is. She but is. She's got the time she period, is. like hairy armpit that I can't get into. You can't get into that. That's a, that's a deal. No, that's a no. deal breaker for you, huh? Can't get well, past I don't the know hair. I'd say it's a deal breaker, but I'm not looking for it. I tell you what, buddy. <laughs> I had a uh, I had one of them there hippie girlfriends for a long time when I was a very young man, a very impressionable young man, <laughs> and uh, she had very fine uh, blondish hair. So you didn't really see it unless you were like silhouette in the sunlight. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, uh, I, every once in a while, I'll see that old uh, widow, uh, widow Garrett there, and I go, "Oh, hey, Widow Garrett's got a little, 
hair in her arm there. I don't, I don't know. That's something yeah. else there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Rayland, uh, Rayland Givens from Justified, he doesn't mind. He's uh, He loves no, her. No, he doesn't mind. I mean, he doesn't really love her. I think he just uh, needed some uh, outlet for the uh, tension inside the camp, uh, which, I mean, could you imagine living in those times in that camp in Deadwood? Still not yet. Uh, it's just not a ter- It's still a territory. Uh, not even. No laws there. Uh, well, how about if you find some land, you stake it, you build your stuff on it, you make it your own, it's and at any time, the United States government could come in, take it, and give it to their family members and That's friends. Right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> That's <times>. brutal. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, times have changed, huh? <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Furries getting their litter boxes in schools? <laughs> oh wow! Conspiracy I, theories. I mean, these hoopleheads—they, uh, I, I tell you what—they're uh, reconnoitering the rim, as they say. <laughs> yeah. But we can't. We're not talking yeah. about that. We're talking about episode two, uh, season two, <laughs> a lie <laughs> agreed upon. Now, how to boil uh, Swergen? He's got uh, he's got that cock eye there. Is he gonna have that old crooked yeah. eye for the rest of the show now? Is that, is that built in? I don't know. Oh boy, that's good. He's, he's I got him looking horrible. Now, Rob, Mister Doc. Hey, by the way, it's Doc Warridge. I think I said the Doc, uh, one of Swearingen's men. And then we got uh, Shark's not very cowboy sounded name. How about the Land Shark himself? <laughs> <laughs> the Desert Shark. The Shark of the Desert. Uh, Bad Bradley. Uh, out yeah, there I like Bad Bradley. That Bad sounds Bradley. like a cowboy name, Bad Bradley. Bad Bradley's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, we got the coming in. Oh, and uh, poor, poor Jane is is uh, run afoul again. Drunk as usual. Drunk as usual. Well, she's sobered up for the dock for just a little bit, but now that the uh, the smallpox uh, epidemic has died down, he doesn't need her, and she's back on the bottle. And you thought for a minute she was gonna. Get, I can't. I don't want to imitate her. I have to do some more editing. But yeah. Didn't know the chef was on there. Yeah, that's kind of Jane when she's going to rant. <laughs> Pretty, more or less, more or less. Uh, but yeah, she wasn't too much in this five minutes of the episode. Um, we, right. only, we only saw her for, well, we talked about her on the last episode um, uh, of, uh, of Hoopleheads. Uh, That's right. I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> now, I know, looked it up once. Yeah, I think I may have as well. Uh, you know, what people uh, used to say about this show is it was written as if Shakespeare, the bard himself, old Billy Shakes wrote it, they used to say. Remember that? People would say it's yep. like a Western, but it's like Shakespeare wrote a Western. And uh, upon uh, watching uh, the five minutes of this episode, I beg to differ. <laughs> it just sounds like cowboys talking, if you ask me. <laughs> In fact, some I of the- I don't remember Shakespeare dropping the C-bomb. No, not constantly. Both of them, both possible I, versions. He probably did, though. I mean, he was from England. Uh, probably did. Or the, <laughs> you know what the, I mean? the CS. Yes, the CS. I, he didn't have CS every other sentence. Um, oh, that's right. a whole different. You know yeah, how there's some shows? Uh, I have a, a young son. Uh, you know how there's some shows you can get away with watching? Because on occasion, they're going to say something that, you know, whatever. It's not going to sink yeah. in too bad. And then there's uh, and then there's Deadwood, uh, episode two, season two, <laughs> a lie great upon <laughs> 
They say I uh, counted uh, uh, just in the five minutes that uh, of, that we're covering on this episode. They said the CS word um, three three hundred times. Yeah, yeah, that feels right. <laughs> they said the F word uh, uh, two hundred and fifty in five minutes. I. I I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I keep thinking, like, Raylan Givens, you better get down to Florida and get you a job being a U.S. Marshal. Leave this stinky town behind. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, that town, I mean, Deadwood is basically like a town full of the Crowley family without the Crowley family being there. <laughs> so Raylan's in trouble if he doesn't get out of there. And apparently, uh, the name of the town, you go impotent when you get there, Deadwood. <laughs> That's what I've always heard, anyway. So I don't know. It sounded like an episode of The Fall Guy to me until you said that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Fall Guy. What do you think about that remake? Who's in it? Is it uh, Ryan Reynolds or Reynolds? Is it? Uh, it's uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. The good one, Ryan Gosling. It's uh, it's Ryan Gosling. Oh, that'd be I good. Believe. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he'd be good. He'd be good. He's the fall guy. Yeah, I'm not sure who's yep. playing. Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt are in it. Oh, beautiful. I like I, Emily I, that'd Blunt. That'd work. That'd yeah. work. Hey, speaking of Emily Blunt, I, listen, I hate to get off Deadwood, uh, but Emily Blunt's got a new show on Amazon called The English. Um, yeah. Has I, anyone watched it? I watched the no. first episode. It was really good, but also slightly shaky. I think maybe it, I, I'm almost positive they had a pilot before it got greenlit. Um, okay. And, and you can see that the pilot maybe didn't have as much money as they needed. Maybe not enough time. Uh, and I'm not okay. saying it's bad. I'm just I just saw some edits and cuts where I thought mm, I think they I think they filmed something that didn't make the cut there. The, like the, right. there just seems every once in a while it would jump and I would be like, oh, that's I where what's happening here? What's going on? Uh, but besides that, Emily Blunt's um, awesome in it, and uh, uh, the other fella. Is really well uh, as well. Uh, it's about a Pawnee. Uh, it's, it's, real quick, the story's about a, a Pawnee uh, native who's a, <clears throat> he's like a general uh, in the Civil War, and the Civil War has just ended. And like all the, all the, you know, fighting's pretty much ended. He, he's yeah. you know, capturing his own, essentially. And his time has ended, and <clears throat> his, his soldiers basically tell him like we would we would have gone anywhere for you like you're our general and we love and respect you but as soon as you take that uniform off you're just going to be another indian out there and it's going to be rough essentially so that's where that's where that's where it it starts interesting because like i immediately wanted to watch it when i saw it because i think emily blunt's one of the most underrated actors yeah she's great um she's my mary pop the first things I heard was like, oh, it's so terrible, it's empty, it's flat. And then I was just looking up ratings and, and people talking about now, mm-hmm. um, where people are like saying it's incredible, um, it's uh, the the focus on acting in this show is so incredible, it's one of the best westerns come out in years, like all this kind of stuff. So I don't know what to do with this. Well, as I sit here and sip my whiskey, I will say that I have... Uh, watch, watch the first one, and uh, I'm I'm eager to watch the second one. I think it's going to get much okay. better. I'm t- I'm telling you, I can I can spot restrictions <laughs> in in productions, and I'm pretty sure they were restricted on that first episode. And I think they they got after they got greenlit. I think they got money and 
I think those little those little issues I had with it will be gone. And I didn't even okay you know, even even if it was that I would probably still watch it because I like the concept. I haven't seen it uh, before. I mean, I've seen it before, but it's a new take on what I haven't seen, what I've seen before. So uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of what I haven't seen before, uh, uh, Swearingen putting that thing up his uh, penis. Woo, boy! They put that <laughs> metal rod right up his uh, his uh, is it uh, urethra? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, to get into the bladder there to see if he could find some stones. Boy, that was a painful thing. Yes. Seen uh, you know you know what it made me think of it made me think of grade school um no those private conversations we had off the air where shark would talk about that chick he was that was obsessed oh, with him that he met a couple times tiffany yeah tiffany tiffany turner that's what it made I'm me sorry think of. Beep that of those, out. it's future joe <laughs> beep, beep out her name sorry <laughs> i mean like i know shark Finally broke down and met the super fan, but I think things got weird. Well, he had to inform us about what that, uh, I forgot what it was called, but it's the practice of uh, putting a metal or sometimes, if you're nasty, risky, uh, sometimes glass tube sounding, that's what it's called, inside your urethra and then tapping it with another tube of like material for a ringing uh, sensation. Yeah. He, no. I, I remember you telling us about that. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that wasn't I, you? The reason I'm not responding is because I've literally like been like in this balled up cringe state ever since you started talking about Swergen. Like, uh, yeah, Swergen getting yeah. that metal rod put up there. He yeah, was. It's, uh, it's, it's like. Ugh. Think of this, buddy. For a certain Other, amount of the population, they were getting off on that scene. <laughs> and that's great. I mean, if, you like, know, wow. as long as you're consent to what you're doing to yourself, I'm. I'm, just, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, but I don't consent. Can you imagine? Can you imagine hey, them hey. calling each other saying, there's a sounding scene in this week's uh, Deadwood episode. You there's a sounding scene. I can't believe it. Mainstream uh, television's got a scene with sounding in it. Do you, hey, so do you want to see what is, what <laughs> yeah, I'm, is sorry. I'm out? Go Write ahead. it on um, the top. This is Rolling Stone <laughs> Magazine's top 20 shows of 2022. Of 2022. Yeah. Oh, boy. Of the year. Is, uh, 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 well. I get, I bet you are not going to guess what got number one. <laughs> nope. Nope. Is it the English? Let me throw, let me throw out the ones I think you guys would know, or okay. we would know, okay? Um, Let's hear them. Let me get up. Let me get be sure I know where Rick and Morty's at on this one. Okay, oh, so boy. number 17 oh, is The Patient on Hulu. The F. Okay. Um... Number. I'm moving through. Number ten is Andor. Good. Okay. Um, number eight is What We Do in the Shadows. Nice. Nice. Gay is uh, in. Num- I want gay. Gay it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Daytona. In um, new show. Is a show. <laughs> is a show I've been wanting to watch and I've put off and I'm going to watch over Christmas break called The Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, really been wanting to see that. It's got the kid from uh, uh, Shameless in it and he looked exactly yes, the same. Yes. I, uh, uh, something about it rubbed me the wrong way. However, I hear it's, yeah. great. I hear it's great. I so. heard it's fantastic. Shark number three is Atlanta. Hey, nice, hey. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, number I'm two, well, I, mean, I am completely with 
Number two, I'm completely with. I've watched every episode twice because I enjoyed it so much. Better Call Saul, final season. Uh, I'm so behind. And so behind. the number one show of 2022, Let it be. <laughs> the final <laughs> sentence of the review is this. Only a true shit ass wouldn't recognize how lucky we are to have a show this special. That was Ark. Nope. No, what Number is that one for? show, the Big Larry. I know, like, Reservation ah. Dogs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Ah, yeah. yeah, I was trying to. Yeah, yeah right, right, I right. Wondered, that's thought, amazing. I thought you would like that, Eastwood. Nice. Shark, both of you guys at Reservation oh, yeah. Dogs. A... Number one show of the year. Very cool. You know, Very I'm cool. I'm glad, and I I'm glad it's number one. I you know, there's some point where you know subjectivity just takes over, but right, right. Yeah. it's it's really 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 hard. Um, to, to, Atlanta and Reservation Dogs are kind of on the same level. Um, Atlanta hits a whole lot harder. But then again, you know, the discussion that we're having around Atlanta has been going on, you know, in the, in the open for a lot longer. You know, it's been a sure. more major source sure. of, of dialogue. So I think that what they're doing with Reservation Dogs needs to be done. I don't think that you can come out of the gate with Reservation Dogs and do what they're doing with Atlanta. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, listen to this. So here's the blurb they wrote about Reservation Dogs. Any of the previous three shows, Reservation Dogs, Better Call Saul, or Atlanta, could have easily been the number one choice, but there's something magical about Sterling Hard Harjo, however you spell it, mm-hmm. saying, dramedy, about four friends growing up on a reservation in rural Oklahoma. Every moment feels rich with emotion, from Willie Jack experiencing a vision of his ancestors as a way of coping with grief, or grief, excuse me, um, to something about sillier like Ben, or excuse me, Big having a bad drug trip in the woods, to moments in between like cheese figuring funny. out how to navigate a stay in a group home. It's yeah. funny as hell when it wants to be, devastating when it half has half a mind to be, and lingers with you long after each episode ends. Only yeah, a true that. shit ass would recognize how lucky we are yeah. to have a show yeah. this special. If you wonder, yeah, if you I haven't really, watched the show and you keep wondering why they keep saying uh, SS there, it's our Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. no, actually, that's not bad. We can believe that. It's because the show, mm-hmm. uh, that's like the insult there, <laughs> the local insult. Yeah. So lovingly, lovingly weaved into um, everyone's conversation just about. Yeah, that's that's literally what my mom called me until I think it, well until well after I moved out. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a show on the list that I have been wanting to watch and I don't know why I haven't. Let's hear it. And I've go. heard nothing but good things. It's Abbott Elementary. Hey, I keep hearing great we have things about that show. A few episodes and it's very good. Uh, it's a little like my wife appreciated it because she is a teacher, but at the same time, she was also like, this is making the teaching look kind of I, unreal. The I don't teaching know. look what? Not unreal. Not, it's not a shark thing. Not unrealistic, but basically like they're solving problems with kind of BS things. Like, oh, right, 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 right. Which just kind you of bothered like the Brady her. Bunch where every problem can be solved yeah. in 18 minutes with It's funny. I did love the woman in it. She's really funny. Um, but like the realities of... I, you know, my wife just didn't like it because she sees the reality of high school. Sure, All sure. the time. And uh, speaking of, I want to talk about... Uh, listen, we'll get back to Swearage and, and, uh, and uh, Bullock and uh, where uh, EB comes down. Uh, I remember, oh man, <laughs> the uh, the uh, the the widow uh, Garrett. She really makes EB look like a real cuck. You remember that? She goes up to offer <laughs> to buy the, the the Diamond Hotel from him. 
really, yeah. really cuckolds him hard. Uh, but no, I want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> want to talk. McFarland would be proud. <laughs> really? Ouch! Ooh! I want to talk ouch. about uh, 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 just some stories I hear from someone I know quite well about uh, students that um, she has taken the time to treat like a human being who are magically great for her and do all their work and uh, are not disruptive at all uh, are very disruptive with other authority figures um, and get you know kicked out until it's just full on expulsion and uh, yeah. that's it um, uh, <laughs> one of her students uh, is a young uh, black lady I think she's 16 um, who got uh, shot a couple weeks ago three times oh my and uh, she went to the hospital and they essentially just left the bullets in her and patched her up and no police report was filed <laughs> and she hears about all these things because they you know feel they can trust her and tell her about these things also yeah, with the yeah. high schools one thing i hear a lot which is you have a bunch of male um you know superiors supervisors what have you and if you are a very skinny girl apparently um you can wear your skirt up to like you know whatever your butt hangs out and you can right. show all kind of skin and that's fine if you are a boy, you can walk around shirtless. You can also walk around with your pants pulled down and your butt like half exposed and you get nothing. But if you are slightly heavy and you are a girl, if you show midriff, you get written up. Yes, and I, by the way, as you know, I teach college. Mm -hmm. And so I hear their stories coming fresh out of high school or some of them are like Shark took uh, college classes when he was in high school, and I have some of those students. Mm -hmm. And I hear the same thing, the exact same thing. Although, I also hear that girls in general are called out for every kind of dress violation yes. they have down here. Uh, Anything. Mm -hmm. Boys can say whatever they want, do whatever they want. They can make sexist comments to the girls, doesn't yeah. matter. But if a girl, they will, they will flag a girl for clothing the second they can. Yep. So, I mean, I'm just, Throwing that out there is like, yes, I, I'm with you. It's, uh, so it's, the patriarchy is alive and well in rural America. Is the, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, it seems as the, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Speaking um, about the patriarchy. It, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, do you know something that's shocking? Um, Electricity. Yeah, I was just saying, when you touch the damn prong when you're pulling something out of the wall, that and I think, shocks the shit out of me every time. Well, that can be. It depends on if you're grounded or not. But, um, oh, oh, nice, yeah. nice. Oh, Rob so, just roasted wait, us. Like well done. So double well here's done. The thing, here's the thing that gets me. is So say I have some female students telling me about this. Mm -hmm. And I will immediately look at them and say, wow, isn't this shocking that we're not teaching the boys to control themselves, we're teaching the girls that they're the problem. We're blaming the victim. And they look at me and say, oh my God, you're so right. I never thought of it that way. Oh no. Like that yeah, hasn't that, occurred yeah. to them because the patriarchy is so deep in their yeah. DNA 
You know what I mean? That they can't even, they, they like, that's a revelation to them where you guys are sitting there going, well, of course, that's not profound, Rob. They can't <laughs> yeah. even get it. They yeah, well, no. Yeah, you're right. They don't. It's, it's ingrained, shocking you know? that yeah. they don't. And that's why I say things like Mr. Obvious um, to them. No, and Because it's become clear to me that it, it's yeah, not obvious it's not there. to them. I need to pass that to wisdom on there, I think. Uh, you know what I mean? And much... that, to me, is the most horrifying. Yeah. Well, that raises a, a big, broad, and excellent point, which is, you know, if, how, how, how do you know that you're oppressed? Um, do you know the degree to which you're oppressed? Um, yeah. If you do, yep. do you feel like you have the ability to overcome it in some way? If you don't, right. you're, you know, you're hopeless. That, you know, I mean, there's any number of, of things sure. that leads to that feeling. That's a, that's a really Absolutely. excellent point because, you know, I, I think we do take for granted that, you know, anybody that we perceive to be... Um, you know, in some situation that they shouldn't be in, you know, we perceive that they know that and they have the ability to get out of it, and that's right. always the case. So, no, very true. No, and I and, and you know what I really have sympathy for here, and it, of course it's the I students. I hope it's not the devil. But I, I'm really, I really <laughs> feel for someone like Michelle, <laughs> who yeah, sorry, is aware. <laughs> Like, she sees it, she knows it, and probably also has to swallow down the bitter pill that she is helpless to do anything to stop it. Yeah. And that has to be, that has to be effing awful. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, in a college class, I can, we have that, um, we have that kind of power that I could immediately, I mean, make a scene, put the foot down, get security there. Like, there's no messing around. Um, and I know in high school, they're supposed to be reporters. They're supposed to, by law, tell of these things happening. But by the same token, inside a, a local school or administration, you would be punished for doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, it, it would be easy yeah, yeah. to be punished for doing the right thing there. And so you really have to, like, walk a line there that is... She, teachers are not paid enough nor given enough respect to deal with the things that they have to deal with. Let's just put it that way. That is a too true. And we enjoy killing the messenger for some oh. reason. Boy, you we know, should. We, we, we you, really just love yeah. hanging the messenger. Yeah. I could. I was wondering to try to get it. Well, I was going to say, was, uh, much like when the county commissioner came and put up uh, the bill about your uh, land, <laughs> land could go. <laughs> to the United States could reclaim your gold rights. Uh, much like that, uh, they didn't like that at all. And uh, whatever you said there is exactly dead on the money. There. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot I was going there, but it, was just, it would have made a lot of sense. Uh, speaking oh, of... If you, guys, if you guys want to oh. feel productive, I mean, we could always use an extra hand in uh, the revolution, you know. Okay. Well, well I don't play any instruments, so I can't be in your band. The revolution <laughs> right. is going to be touring in Vietnam, North I know, Korea. I know like Prince is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know Prince is dead, but I think his estate yeah. might sue you. Uh, for well, they're going to spell it revolution. revolution. Oh, <laughs> no, you're fine with like that. It's shark in the revolution. We'll put a squiggly mm-hmm. mark over one of the letters somewhere, and you know we'll be able I to put a squiggly it. mark over the S and shark. And I we'll love call it. it. Okay, man, you know, I was driving somewhere hey, the other day. Hey, and I, I watched I, two. Wait, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 that's okay. I watched I'm, two old movies. Hang on, real quick, that bro. I've seen that. I I've felt been, like I should. I love this. You guys are reminded me of the the woman at the dispensary who was trying to pronounce sherbet the other day. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go? 
Not well. Did she get? Uh, uh, did she get? Uh, was it? What is it? Animal? Animal sherbet? Is that right? Oh, I forget. I don't, it was, I forget which sherbet it was, but sherbet was the last word of it, and it, it took us a while. Yeah, it had some deals on it. It was pretty good. Go ahead. No, what was what was happening here? Okay. What was she saying? So there was two movies that I had always felt like I should oh, watch. I said I love this. I actually yes, did sit down and watch because I've been okay, doing I've been doing one, this as well. Okay, the first one blew me away. I want to go back to the '90s and kick my rear end for not watching it, and it is Devil in a Blue Dress. With oh. Denzel, based on the Walter Mosley novel with series yes. with Easy Rollins as his character, fantastic. Oh, now, full disclosure: oh, I love noir. You know, I love noir. Denzel um, narrates that he even has some of those similes. You know, it was it was hot outside, like a you know, yeah. throwing some yeah, 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 yeah. that hard boiled noir shit. I love so much. It, Nine out of ten stars, literally. I loved it. It's a great movie. Everybody should go back and watch it. Second one, and I hope Mr. Pacino's not listening. I watched City Hall. I've thought about I had watching always it. Always wanted to see I've it. Seen it. I've seen um, it many times. Okay, not so many times. I I've, it. I've seen it on Amazon yeah. and thought, should I watch this? Yeah, I'm sorry. So I, HBO I thought Max. about watching it many times. Yes, it's HBO Max. Eleven dollars a month. HBO Max is where I watch both these films. HBO Max. Um, use promo code 20 and 21 <laughs> shark and the revolution. Um, so, <laughs> um, here's the thing. I watched it and kind it's of formulated my own work. review in my head. And then I went to rotten tomatoes and looked and it was strangely eerie how much it was the same thing. So oh. basically like what, what my criticism was and what was said there, it was almost the same thing. It's the like exact same thing. When the movie, it, there's chunks of the movie that are so brilliant and so perfect and so flawless that you can't take your eyes off the screen, and then it follows it up with these horribly flat 10, 15 minute sections uh. that like sucks you out of the movie and you're sucked in and you're thrown out. You're sucked in and you're thrown out. Oh, Al Pacino. John Cusack, much like uh, um, much like Swergens, and D-I-C. Uh, there's one other one. Yeah, but um, if you guys get a chance, definitely watch Devil in a Blue Dress if you haven't okay. seen it. It's fantastic, fantastic. City Hall is good because Al, for the most part, is reined in Al. Uh-oh. He's not crazy Al. Um, the worst thing I would say is John Cusack has to act like he's from Louisiana. Oh no! And living in New York, and Johnny. boy, he cannot pull off that flip back and forth. <laughs> I'm gonna write a and character. You know I love John. You I love know him. I love I'm John. gonna write a character for him from uh, Chicago, so he can do a little Chicago talk. Hey. Well, that's him. Hey, I know. I do. Oh, I know. That's why I'm saying he really talks like this. If you hear him talk, hey, I'm John Cusack <laughs> from Chicago. <laughs> How about a dog? You guys want to eat a dog with me? <laughs> Jesus. I'm no karate, you know? I'm, I'm like a black belt or something. I'll whip your ass. I'm Johnny Cusack. I'm from Southside. You sound like a mixture of Mike Lindell and a black man. That hit it from normal guy on the street in Chicago to like 20s gangster from New York real fast. Yeah, you should have gone, you like gone for the Bears the guys. You know what I mean? You should be like, yeah, Dick out yeah, of the Bears. The, the Bears. Car, <laughs> pop. <laughs> I'm just talking about dogs. Downstate, Ditka. Ditka. <laughs> Ditka. You know, I'm a Chicago guy. I'm from the south side. I'm just talking about some dogs. Went to uh, Southern Illinois. You know, kick a key. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. By the way, if I have to hear one more time that there are more counties in Illinois that are petitioning to break away from Chicago and make their own state, I am going to rip my hair out of my head. Oh, I wish I wish they would just I'd like like you know you liberals were going to move to Canada. You should have moved to Canada. Um, well, damn it, then move to Tennessee or Kentucky yeah, or yeah. wherever the, the you yeah. keep saying is better. Hurry up and get there. I mean, no. that's a hell of a lot closer than Canada. Just go. Go, 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 go. Shoot, I shoot. Agree. You know how nice it would be around here without all that stuff? I'll We'd have there. the place oh, to ourselves. I mean, the water would get clean again. Oh, it'd be wonderful. It'd be nice. Go. Oh, go to Tennessee. Have, we implore you. The gas is have, cheap. Uh, the smokes are water, cheaper. Go. Water would be clean. We'd have rainbow trout swimming in the creek right outside of our house, just like Sheriff Bullock. Jesus. Oh hell, man! There'd be, there'd be rainbows everywhere. This would be the safest space in the U.S., man. More Just trying rainbows to bring it back. Just trying to bring it back to episode two, season two. I've noticed that you were in any way possible finding a way to bring it back. Well, we got a guest coming up. I want to. Hey, uh, Shark, have you seen the trailer for George and Tammy, the uh, Showtime show? It's got two some Ooh, of my I've favorite heard bad reviews. No, don't tell me that. I've, it's got two of my favorite actors. In I it. have heard they the, they say it is a shallow portrayal oh, of two no. important people. Yeah, well, that's what they're. Uh, that's Michael Shannon. But you know, we're different. Michael Shannon is such a phenomenal actor. I don't think he would. Yes. Know, unless the material they gave him is. is that and cool. isn't who's who plays Tammy? I believe it's Jessica Chastain. She's an incredible actor. I believe. I, I don't think you get a better Tammy. Actor. I don't no. think you get a better Tammy. She sounds great. Like the, the preview, the trailer yeah. made it look. I tell you phenomenal. though, what, what would you rather see? Would you rather see George and Tammy or Porter and Dolly? Oh, now nobody. Oh, playing. George and Tammy. You think? Yeah, more yeah, turbulent. Because George and Tammy is going to have train wreck out Fights, of control. Driving down the road. You know, and I feel like Dolly is constantly going to be placating Porter. <laughs> like and who well, she did. Really I mean, yeah, he was and pissed could, when, she, when she left. That's why she wrote, you know, I'll always love yeah. you. And who yeah. could play Dolly? Like, no, we we wouldn't accept anybody. Well, Dolly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just put Dolly would, in. Yeah, Dolly in there. Just put Dolly in. How about this? Yeah. How about we just give Dolly all the Richard money Lee and a couple I hours and let her do, do something? Too. And then I saw Jerry Lee Lewis playing music for you. I'm a rock and roll gal and I'm singing rock and roll songs. Dolly Parton, I'm in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's not, that's, my song was not quite as good as hers. <laughs> But, uh, that wasn't her best moment. Jeff, oh, have you seen it, Shark? Have you seen the performance? I have. I have seen it. I know exactly to what you refer. But, yes. but you know what's great? Rob Halford was, somehow uh, only Dolly can pull that off. Oh, that's, that's true. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. If Reba McIntyre yeah, did that, was... I would want to. I would say yeah. horrible things. She'd have yeah, changed three like, clothes. I look at Dolly, and I never, times, ever, ever feel like she takes herself seriously. Well, she well, she plays the banjo, so clearly she doesn't. No. No. Oh, man. Well, yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about uh, David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Maybe. Oh, it's week. already out on HBO. Yeah. If, if, have you watched it yet? No, but that means it's a train wreck. Oh, you think so? <laughs> well, I'm, it, I'm, tra- it, was, it was in the theater for like a half hour, and it's on HBO now. <laughs> oh, I thought it was one of those. Uh, I thought it was one of those long sought deals no, with HBO. Okay. No, it went. It went to the theater, and it, it supposedly is so awful that really? it went straight to HBO. Yes. Well, Russell's had some problems. How about you said you watched The Harder They Fall? I watched it a while ago. What'd you think about it? It's a Netflix uh, uh-huh. all black uh, cow western. Uh, oh. 
Okay, okay. So oh, that's such a great question. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, I love the ultra violence of it. Very stylized. I, yeah. I yes, I loved yeah, yeah. that they wove in like history. Like it says at the beginning, you know, like these people all existed. You know, we're going to have some poetic license with sure, it. But, you yeah. know, these people existed. So you get to take on, like, systemic racism at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the only thing that really bothered me about that is that, um, God, what is her name? She's one of my favorite actors in the world. Regina Hall? Uh, Hall? Yes. Yeah. Her, like, Creole, Southern, whatever mm-hmm. dialect was yeah, awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, awful. I don't know. They should just let her talk because she's an incredible actor. That bothered me a lot. But I'm going to tell you, I thought it was a really fun Western to watch. It felt comic booky, like a comic book yeah, kind it, of Western, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how stylized it was and the, the ultraviolence, as you said. Uh, it was fun. I couldn't take it too seriously, though, because yes. of that. Um, which is okay. I don't. I don't need to take movies seriously. Um, yeah, and, and it was. Did, you know what I mean? It was fun. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Um, I think because I didn't have to, made it kind of more like, all right, let's just have some fun with this. <laughs> like I get it now. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know what it felt like to me right after the movie ended. For some reason, I was walking around my house and I started thinking of Fubu clothes. Do you remember yeah. the brand food? Oh, yeah, for us, for us, us by yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what that Western felt like. It's like this is a Western <laughs> for black folk. Really, like, though? We're doing it for us, and that's the way we're going to do it. Yeah. Because, you know, like some of the slang and things they said was way too 21st century. Um, sure. At times, or things they said. But, uh, no, I enjoyed it overall. I, okay. I thought it was, it was good. I think they took a lot of Western tropes. And tried to polish it up the way they wanted, and I thought that was great. <laughs> like I'm not gonna say it's a ten out of ten movie. I mean, it's probably a six. Hold no, on. somebody's coming. Hold on. Uh oh, crying. Is it here? Mr. Somebody... Lindell? What's going on here? Ah, uh, boys. <laughs> the reviews are in. Neil's, oh, no. Neil's done. Oh no! Oh no, Mr. Oh, Diamond. Neil, I think Nielsen, Mr. Diamond's here. Have you heard the reviews, boys? Oh, it's me, Neil Diamond. I'm back. Yeah, I, know, I come to you at the turning of the tide. It's getting awful sick. <laughs> the reviews oh, are in. Oh my God, Neil's going Tolkien. I'm going Tolkien. I'll even, I might even quote some hobbits. Robert Plant, me, go circles about that. Don't get me started. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to cry in my milk because I spilled it. God, God damn it. I've, I've got bad reviews. They have made a effing musical about me. And this thing's getting bad reviews all over the place. It's off, oh, off Neil, Broadway. I'm, I'm looking at a review right now, and it's not good. I'll read one right here to you. It says, uh, let's see, uh, uh, let's see. It says, Time Front Stage News says, uh, Love's not the only thing that's on the rocks in this show. I mean, I, they just <laughs> keep making puns out of every song. Here, here's an, here's how this article starts. What Good times got? never seem so dull. So dull. Oh my so god. Dull. So dull. Well, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> There's one here. It says uh, this is from the Penn State steward. 
Girl, you'll be bored soon. God wow. damn, that's just what's nitpicking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is this yeah. Neil? Is, or, I mean, is this? Uh, is this? I'm Neil. Is this? Uh, no, Billy, it's just. B- it's just Billy it was just Shark doing. Uh, shark was just doing tough noise. All yeah. I oh, mean, you know, really? Got they can't print that. Would they print that? You know. <laughs> exactly. Here's another one. Listen to this thing here. This is from the New York Serenade. It says. I am definitely, definitely not a believer. I mean, come on! That one doesn't even... Yeah. You'd have to, you would have to know I wrote a song called I, I'm a Believer, which I think most people still know that song. It's probably pretty cool with the kids these days. I'm guessing they're mumblecore rap and they're ex- <laughs> explicit songs about wet, you know, lady parts and stuff. It still plays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm washed yeah, up, boys. Dude, I'm uh, washed Neil, up. it's bad. It's bad. Oh, God. I mean, I'm sorry you're getting hit like this. Here's another one from um, Tread the Boards. It said, forever in blue jeans, more like, let's never get in these jeans. They print that. They print that. It's all <laughs> over for me. <laughs> I mean, they say no this one pro- says, pack up the ladies and uh, take the old babies and don't go to this goddamn show. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't see that one. Here's one right here. It says, song sung blue. Now we know why. Son of a bitch. That song was classic till now. God. Now, you know what's interesting, Neil? I do want to throw this out there that you should know if you if you haven't seen. Okay. Everyone is raving about you doing Sweet Caroline at that one show live. Is that me? Like, everybody is raving about you doing of it. Of course, but... like, that one's in my bones. Well, I can play that one in my sleep. Uh, sleepwalking. But the fact Cole you did it, people love. But, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not getting a lot of love. I pre- here, well, speaking of that, here's something that did no get love. The, well, I'm going to get to that. The Miami Herald says, it says, no, we will never dry our eyes after watching this train wreck. Oh, come on. Man. That's one of my favorites. Dry your eyes. Pull your song out. I sang it last time I was on here. I don't want to get sued. I want you guys to get sued on my estate or something. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Two hours and 15 minutes with one intermission. <laughs> oh, no. Did I say this one already from the Brooklyn Gazette? There's nothing crackling about this, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, my God. This is terrible. Is this going to be my legacy, boys? Is this going to be my legacy? I tell you what, though. I've got a big uptick on my OnlyFans. <laughs> So what you're saying yeah. is America's not coming to this show. Oh, no, even even shocks you <laughs> Nope, foreigners only, from what I hear. I also hear Virginia Times says, there's nothing sweet about this show, Caroline. God, that's my biggest hit. Here's one. Here's one that says, girl, Neil will be a loser again. (laughs) No. That would hurt. Oh, Rosalita, where are you? She went out. I let her go out the other night. We finally broke our COVID bubble. (laughs) I let her go out. I mean, have you you thought about the title, A Beautiful Noise? I I don't know. I'm curious right here. The Chicago Free Press says, there's only noise, no beauty in this disaster of a show. 
Yeah, and listen to this. I felt bad for Neil. He had to witness this atrocious show. <laughs> but using as a framing device, him as an old man, played by a wan and unappealing, depressive Mark Jacoby, recalling his life That's with a useless shrink, a Linda Powell on stage. That they sit in club chairs and review Diamond's career without ever establishing who he is, why the audience is here, or what the heck is going on. And they sit through the whole show. <laughs> it's a device so that Diamond songs can be woven into a very contrived kind of docuscript that mixes up the chronology of his I... real story, plays with the facts like they're toys, and leaves oh. us with one-dimensional characters. That Jacob, he's, he's got it out for me from the beginning, Jacob, he's did. I knew it. I'm gonna play you weak and feeble. I'm gonna play you like this. This meal cup. makes you want to kill, if kill yourself. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yourself as he spends the whole evening feeling bad for himself while he claims to be rich, rich, rich. The whole oh, point of the musical, oh, it seems, God. is that Neil Diamond became wildly wealthy. That's his only real achievement. Jewish Elvis. <laughs> Do uh, they know boy. that he has to do OnlyFans to keep up his lifestyle? Well, you know how many ball drops I'm doing a day just to keep Rosalita, let's say Rosalita went out for supplies two days ago. She hasn't came back. The first time we broke our COVID bubble, I think she might be gone. <laughs> oh, oh, everything's breaking down. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. Listen to this one. The Orlando Sun said... <laughs> There's no heart, and there's certainly no light in this show. <laughs> Nobody turned on the love no. light for this show. Good God, they're just so, tearing Neil, me I've apart. A, What's that? I've got a historical question for you. I, I just learned here from the internet that in 1968, you released a song entitled The Pot Smokers Song. That's right. In which, in which you claim that I used to shoot acid in my spine. Um, apparently it was an anti-drug message um, and you know in 76 like later when they raided you and they found you know less than an ounce of marijuana you know it was uh, you know kind of like one of those deals so was the song you know like I mean did you have to do an anti-drug song to, to play Kate the Man or what, what was happening with that I gotta know something like that but I was all cheeky about it like I said, you know that. You know how. You know how it was. Song, it, it was. You know I mean, how it was very much like cocaine. A, uh... You know how Clapton's like. It's not a. It's about not doing cocaine. It's a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> like if on the surface really? you'd be like, is this like an anti song or a drug song? Sounds like. But if you really dig deep in those lyrics, just like Porcupine Pie. I let they like the real stoners out there got the joke about putting ass in my spine. I heard Hendrix did it. I thought it was a cool thing to do. <laughs> so, yeah. But listen, oh God, this one this one hurts. You ready for this one? I'm glad I'm glad to know that it's in the tradition of Muskogee. Yes, of course. <laughs> Muskogee. The Jersey Rag said, Now we understand why no one brings you flowers anymore. This show is horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> These are hurtful. They hurt. They still hurt. <laughs> Even though I read them days ago, my my Gmail, my my Google News is flooded with nothing but bad reviews for me and and Vince Neil singing poorly. I gotta tell you, the Lexington Herald says. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Diamond show. 
is no Kentucky woman. And if I have to show you, I'm going to own you and kill you oh. in two and a half hours. Wow. Whoa. I didn't wow. That, was, that one is complex and stop. Shockingly scary. I, I think these journalists had fun writing these reviews myself. See, there's another one from the Delaware Times front. It says, love's not the only thing that's on the rocks in this show. Talk about acting, plot, and music. Oh, my God. It's wow. all rocks. You're right. I think they just they just had fun coming up with puns, it seems like to me. Some of these aren't even... <laughs> Don't worry about it, newspapers. Neil. Just, just take the show to Branson and make a zillion dollars. You'll Absolutely. Be fine. Absolutely. Oh. Now, here's the thing no one's talking about that I just found that I think is funny as hell. Oh, boy. Well, is oh boy. That what if I got? am correct... If I am correct, and I think I am, it appears that Neil Diamond's... Okay, why is it jumping around? Neil Diamond's musical, Beautiful Noise, scores a $1 million opening week for Broadway box office. Hey-o. So people may be shitting on it, but it's earned a million dollars Come back, Rosalita. We might be okay after all. <laughs> now, it may drop no off more to ball drops real for me. quick, but... Wow. Listen, for the radio people wow. that don't know what the ball drops are, I was on a special episode. <laughs> on a special episode, I'm having to do these ball drops, and I'm also doing. Well, I can't. I can't see it. I have to, I'm doing beep ratings. Beep ratings on my OnlyFans page. Send me a picture of your beep, and I will rate it for twenty-five dollars soft, thirty-five hard. <laughs> That's the whole thing there. <laughs> Listen to this with the New York uh, Serenade says, I am definitely not a believer after seeing this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one more, one more here. Let's see. Was this the last one? Uh, there's nothing cherry-cherry about this slog. Uh, no, that's not one. Here we go. The only thing that was hot about this summer night was the broken AC in the Horner Theater. <laughs> <laughs> they have really taken me to task on this uh, thing. Ah, I came here to try to be cheered up. I probably shouldn't have read all those. How reviews. about this title? Oh no! Review: A beautiful noise spotlights a morose Neil Diamond. This is oh, from the New York God. Times. Yeah. What is going on? Oh, that's a um, that's a real one, huh? Yeah, that's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that didn't sound at all like what. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh no. Here is this, but much once uh, as Diamond sharpens his live persona in Act Two. David Rockwell's set until then dominated by <laughs> hanging lamps morphs into Hollywood squares like concert stage that incorporates an orchestra. <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh, oh here's one skip for you. Until at long last, the older singer cracks and stops obfuscating. Naturally, the source of his discontent can be found in his childhood. And the show finally makes the essential connection between Diamond's artistry in his roots, <laughs> including his That's Jewishness. That's right. By, the by the point, it feels rushed F and not quite Kanye. Not to mention a little too nakedly sentimental. That's oh, nitpicking, isn't it, Shark? Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Miami Big Board says, Song sung blue, now we know why. <laughs> this show eats it. Oh, boy. Hey, I saw a, uh, this is for, uh, Jackie out there. Uh, get ready. Oh, here's to... one. No, seriously. Go here's a review. It. it says, 
Neil, the beautiful Please. noise, the Neil Diamond musical. So, 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 so. That's the title. I swear that's the title. Oh, oh. Here, here's one from the, uh, where, what's this one from? Tread the Boards. Uh, it uh, uh, um, not so good, so good, so good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yet the musical reserves its main character arc for the older Diamond, culminating in the song Being Alive. I don't know that song. I don't even even remember that one myself. First of all, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah. It's time for the... Listen, you got to cheer me up, boys. Uh, uh, Let me have it here. I know it's time for stand-up for shock. Maybe some strain of the week. Um, I know for me personally, got a little something called Space Stones, and they were amply named. Space Stone, mother, mother, <laughs> Voodoo Child. I don't know how Jimi Hendrix ghosted. I can't believe his dad didn't sue that guy over that song. Uh, clearly Voodoo Child from, of course. I gotta tell you, I am totally, on this gloomy, gray day that is Jim Morrison's 79th birthday, by the way. He would have been... I need some stand-up for Shark to cheer me up. Yes, please. A little stand-up for Shark over here. It's been so cloudy. Uh, the only it's light been I a while since Shark did stand-up. <laughs> you know, I've actually heard... And the, Correct me if I'm wrong here, Neil, but are they using the pre-chorus of Sweet Caroline in the Good Touch, Bad Touch class now? I, I don't, I, listen, if they did, I need the money. You remember, you know, the old joke about why uh, any of the, uh, of the Marx Brothers did anything? Because Chico needed the money. Well, it's the same for old Neil Hang on, boys, I need to read you something real Rosalita quick. Rosalita needed the money. Go ahead. All right, so you know how I just referenced this? Wow. Oh, no. Um, Aaron, Aaron Lewis, Lewis has just so. released a new song. Came Ugh. out three days ago. Let me shoot you some lyrics, boys. No, no. Gotta no. work two jobs and rob a bank to put food on the table and gas in the tank. Ugh. And everybody knows who's to blame. But I ain't gonna worry about none of that shit today. So let's go fishing. Let's go wishing on a star in the middle of the night. The world's gone crazy and shit ain't right. Let's go driving. Little backwoods hiding. It's also effed up. I can't stand it. Let's go, Karen. Let's go, a, Brandon. He had a great Let's time. Let's go fishing. He had a great time. <laughs> we can make America great again. Turn it, right on a two-track and turn off CNN. It's like oh, that. that's just great. Like, like read, great. picked out the paper one day and was like, hmm, Toby Keith is sick. Cannot tour anymore. Hmm, I know exactly what to do. Yeah, I feel like he went, dude, my music's irrelevant, and no one's listening to me anymore. What's the easiest fish to shoot in a barrel? In fact, it has been a while. Oh, yeah, conspiracy theorists. Let's go. What's going to come next? Hey, I heard, uh, listen, I know what it is. Eastwood, are you still here? I don't know. Listen, I know I support him on his uh, war against the war on Christmas. I... Was this last year or this year? Fox News, uh, they were so hell-bent on uh, destroying Christmas, they burnt down their own damn Christmas tree. That was this year, I believe. Was this year? Okay, it was this year. They, so they burnt down their own tree. Can you believe that? It was like the corporation made us do it, and they burnt it down. 
And they showed it. Oh, God, our tree got burnt down. We did it because we don't like Christmas. So I'm not, listen, I know how we feel, <laughs> Eastwood, and I'm with you. Let's hear some stand-up for Shark. Let's get cheered hey, up here. Hey, everybody. Are you here ready to laugh? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Shark. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. I was just in Louisiana, and uh, and you can Google this because I, I couldn't believe this, that this was true, but it is true. They're teaching children in schools in Louisiana, schools that accept vouchers, so that's tax money. They're private schools, but they accept vouchers. This is in science class. Now, put on your science hat and try to follow this. They're teaching these kids that the Loch Ness Monster is real. Now, as an aside, I agree with that, but nobody taught me that. I had to stay up really late watching Discovery Channel, <laughs> drinking a lot of wine, and weeding through a lot of crap to make my decision. <laughs> anyway, they're teaching the children that the Loch Ness Monster is real, Therefore, evolution is not real because the Loch Ness Monster is a dinosaur. <laughs> I don't even have a joke for that. I just wanted you to know. <laughs> so those are fellow Americans that I think should be kind of like airlifted out. <laughs> Someone needs to get the children, like leave the adults, take the children. And my state's not a state that you really want to want to brag about or anything. But, you know, we try to lay low because that's our best outcome if we're not noticed. Because like every time that like Ferguson, that whole thing, that was not exactly something, something you feel proud of. Uh, two summers ago, I turned on CNN somewhere on the road, and it said, Missouri State Senate debates. Now, you think the next word would be like health care or right-to-work clause? No. Noodling was the next word. Yeah. We, we spent two weeks, eight hours a day. The Senate, for those of you who don't know what noodling is, congratulations. You've had a very classy <laughs> life. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what it is. Noodling is when hillbilly people get in muddy rivers like the Mississippi or the Missouri River, and they get into water about chest high. And they go along the riverbank with their hands underneath the water searching for catfish breeding holes. And then when they find one, they shove their arm in the hole. They, they wait for the catfish to bite it, and they yank it out, and they've caught a fish. <laughs> and I was not aware that this was illegal in my home state of Missouri. <laughs> I was also not aware that it is legal in our neighboring state of Oklahoma. I was certainly not aware that we have a Missouri Noodlers Association. <laughs> so CNN sends out a young reporter to interview the president of the Missouri Noodlers Association, who immediately became my new hero, because for his CNN interview, he chose to not wear a shirt. <laughs> and she was clearly petrified of the guy. I have never seen anyone hold a microphone further away from another human being. <laughs> She, she said, sir, <laughs> I understand you're the president of the Missouri Noodlers Association. Could you please tell us your position on noodling? <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'll tell you my position. If I want to shove my arm in a hole and get a fish, you tell me why I can't. So that was his <laughs> argument for it. <laughs> and then I thought, well, what's the problem? You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, so they have to go interview people against it. And it was like basically an environmental group. And they go, well. Our problem with it's twofold. Number one, every time they do this, they're destroying the catfish breeding holes. And number two, and more importantly, sometimes these catfish, especially if near a dam, can grow to be 150, 200 pounds. So sometimes when the hillbilly shoves his arm in the hole, the hillbilly does not come back up. But I was like, yeah, but let's think that through. What have we gained? What have we lost? That's my time. Thank you. Good night. Okay, I'm going to just straight up say I have no idea who this is, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good bit. It was, yeah, it was a pretty good bit. I don't. I'm gonna say Yakov Shmirnov. I'm, I'm nope, back by the nope, way. No, no, no. Or what's nope. that guy with the mullet? Is it him? That guy? 
No. I know you're talking not about the mullet guy, Bo Burnham or something. A comedian from Missouri. It's not the Scar yep. Brothers. Scar Brothers. Are the... I'll give you give you a hint. It's a it's a she, and she is from St. Louis. But when you hear her her act, you Mickey would think Glazer? she's from. No, you would think she's from the Deep South when you hear hear her act. I got I got I, I got I got nothing. I, I don't I don't know who it Liz. is. Miss Kathleen Madigan. Oh, nice. Is she the same one Not that ran for, 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 for uh, Congress? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> sure, no. I want to get in politics. Yeah, she, it sounds like she she ran on a pro noodling camp uh, platform. I like the uh, I like pro-noodles. the diver- I like the uh, diversity. I'm glad you. Uh, I, I've never uh, yeah I've never got that one. So uh, nice, you got me. I, you, you, <laughs> maybe the first time. You stumped. <clears throat> stump the Eastwood, as I like to say. So uh, I think we're about out of time. Yeah, we might have a minute or two. Um, have we got an invite for the Christmas party to WDBX yet? I think it already happened. I th- <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you guys get I think they already <laughs> You guys could drop my name, you know. Uh, it's probably a big deal, you know. I could come down there. Well, I gotta tell you, Neil. I think you were till this Broadway show, and I'm not sure it's gonna help us now. <laughs> oh no! I'm back to tears. Don't uh, worry, don't worry, Rob. Go I know cry what the guys from sleep. I gotta rate some penises and drop some balls. I'll see you boys later. See you, Neil. <laughs> see you, Neil. Well, all that OnlyFans help the guy out. It's uh, it's pretty expensive though. <laughs> I think we need our get our OnlyFans back and running. Get those uh, stash. Get that stash, stash porn going. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna call Billy Idol and, and see if I get him on the horn, and then I, you know, I decided it's like you know our editors would have to go through way too much oh, trouble boy, if, oh, uh, if he came on. So, yeah, yeah. figure it'd be best not to poke that bear. Probably not. I say, uh, yeah, I say let's leave that, leave that one alone for maybe for a Christmas episode. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think. Yeah, Billy's Billy's probably you know the FCC's probably uh, you know wouldn't be yeah. happy with him. Uh, uh, well, uh, maybe we'll have a Christmas show next week. I might need to because I I tell you what I hear sleigh bells outside. I got my Christmas lights on. I got the music playing, uh, and I'm just uh, I'm just not in the old uh, Christmas spirit yet. It has. Well, it's hard to be when it's like 45 and rain. You know, nothing <laughs> 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 not says Christmas like. <laughs> it's rainy, gloomy weather. I'm, I'm roasting, right. uh, roasting my chestnuts. I've got the hot chocolate I can't drink because my teeth won't let me. But uh, I've got it here. It all smells good, but I just can't get it. So maybe next week we'll have ourselves a uh, all-star Christmas spectacular, and I can just sit back and listen. Maybe we'll have uh, Al on and uh, let's see if Neil wants to come back. <laughs> maybe Jonathan Banks. <laughs> Come on for a while. Did you guys, either of you, watch the uh, Elton Farewell Goodbye Yellow Brick Road to a uh, show on Disney? No, I have not yet. No, who no. was? Were we talking about that? Was it G. Smith? I don't think so. Thing. Oh, that's right. Uh, his, his guitar player looks sneakily like G. E. Smith. I was like, hey, that's G. Smith. And I was like, what's he playing? That's a weird guitar. You mean there's another human being on Earth that looks like G. <laughs> Smith? Yeah. But then I noticed uh, it was kind of a theme. A couple guys in his band looked like that. And within a song, I was like, oh, that's not G. Smith. He's, yeah. But anyway, hey, I think we're out of time for real. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, keep your chin up for the holidays. 
They're coming in. Ah, this old war on Christmas. I'm not going to let it get it down. <laughs> let it get me down. Christmas spirit's coming. Next episode. All right. See y'all next time. Thanks. Adios. Peace.